Well, welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we have some exciting election news as uh, Helena Hayes has beat Dustin Height and will be representing uh, its uh, her district. Uh, congratulations, Helena. Thank you so much. Thank oh. you. Well, how did it feel when they told you you were over the top? Well, you know, I just, um, the phone call from the governor solidified it for sure. <laughs> Because I kept, <laughs> I kept getting different reports, and we were waiting for it to show on this on TV, and you know, it was it's always a little bit here until you get the absolute final say. You know, I, I was holding my breath, so um, it feels amazing. It's it's incredible. I I know a lot of other people said you're going to win this, you're going to win this. They had they never had a doubt, but as a you know as as the um, candidate, you know, you just, you just, you have a drive, you just can't stop. And, and you know that, uh, you, you won't until the win is, is bagged. And so I'm just tickled. It's been incredible. Well, uh, do you have the, the final results or, or preliminary results? Uh, yes, I understand that, uh, in Jefferson County, I don't have the final numbers for theirs. I haven't seen those. But I do know that, um, let's see, in Nahaska County, I had 1,221 votes to Heights 1,052, which is a 53%. In Keokuk County, I had 556 votes to his 324, which is a 63%. So I, I believe in Jefferson, I, I lost by two votes. Well, uh, think- that's, that's all I know. I think it was going to that uh, baseball game in, in Kyoto to put you <laughs> over the top. That was an absolutely beautiful night. It was. Well, uh, we were lucky to, to catch up with you that night, but uh, we only caught up with you because you were out everywhere in every one of these communities. You didn't take anything for granted, and uh, you beat one of the Republican leadership, and you never and you never even held office before. I mean, uh, that was amazing. That, that's, it unbelievable is. accomplishment. Big, how, how do you feel about that? It's a big upset. Uh, I've been told it's possibly the possibly the greatest upset, especially in the House. Uh, the House won big tonight. The House won big. We turned over many seats, and you're going to hear a more conservative voice. You're going to hear you're going to hear truth. You're going to hear fighting for children, uh, for school choice, for. Uh, for for the people for the for for what the people are actually asking for and wanting, which is what we are supposed to be doing up there in the first place, and so uh, I I'm so tickled to get to represent this district, and I intend to do it honorably and 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 justly. So it's 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 incredible. Well, I think school choice really took a big step forward. Uh, a lot of the the oh, no votes yes. on school choice are uh, on the unemployment line tonight, aren't they? Absolutely. Very much so. You know what? Again, it speaks to, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, you already got choices. Well, then why are you preventing? Why stand in the way to to more choices? You know, if, if parents are genuinely looking for the best thing for their child, why would anybody stand in the way of that? And so if this is about children, then we make a way. We we do what is best for them, not for institutions, not for uh, you know, in, just schools. 
I'm not saying we don't do what's best for the schools. Of course, we need the schools. The public schools are key. Uh, but but let's remember, if this is for the children, we actually need to look very closely at what is going to be best for them, and even on an individual by individual basis. So, uh, I think children and families won big tonight. Well, uh, Heather Hora uh, pulled out a big win. Uh, yes. Really, really close race between Jeff Shipley and Joe Mitchell. Uh, uh, I'm not for sure. Last I'd seen Jeff was ahead, but uh, uh, it was really close. And uh, But you and Heather pulled out these uh, really big uh, victories, which was, and both were supposed to be dogfights. I talked to media in the area today about those races, and they they thought there was a lot of interest in your race, and they thought that, uh, but they thought it would be close, you know. Yep. But it wasn't. And really you know what? Close. All those, you know, I gave out thousands and thousands of flyers, and uh, one of those things I had on there was transparency. And I'm going to be transparent right now with you. I want your voters to know that I I won this with under five thousand uh, dollars on a campaign money. Okay, so I don't want people to think that they have to have a ton of money. Now, of course, when you get into federal and all that, yeah, but but it can happen. And the Lord has truly, truly been in this because we didn't we didn't win it with money. We won it by by um, by talking to people and hearing them, by volunteers getting out. So many people stepped up because they believed in what is being fought for and they got behind me simply because I, I was, I was in the front of that. And so Iowa family leader has just gone to bat. Um, so many people down there in the Fairfield area, Washington, even over there. Uh, so many, I can't even begin to name them, uh, that, that have, that, that just totally stepped up. They went door knocking. They made phone calls. They, uh, just talked to everybody. So the, the numbers just, it is a big upset and, but the people win tonight, not the establishment. The people won. Yeah, and the, so, the establishment had a little trouble tonight, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, I think they had it coming because people are upset. They're they're mad. They want they want good change. And so, this is going to be a very incredible year in the house. The house had quite a turnover tonight. So, well, whew. I'd like to mention that Round Guy Radio didn't take a dime from any candidates. We did this all as a public service, and uh, I thought we, yes. were, we were fair and balanced and give everybody, yes. Republicans and Democrats, alike a chance and respect and uh, really had some great interviews. I, I, I remember I asked Dustin the question. I said, if you're not the uh, chairman of the Education Committee, will the governor's uh, will the governor's uh, uh school choice plan get out of the committee and he said absolutely not and, I, <laughs> and my response wow. to that is we're about to find out <laughs> yep yep a lot got shook up uh, perhaps more than we even know so the glory goes to the lord and then right behind that is all the people that decided to be heard and not be apathetic about politics you know we cannot just say well this really stinks and not do anything about it no everyone needs to continue to be engaged in their city council engaged in school boards engaged on all levels so this is going to definitely change up a lot and so i want my voters to stay close to me i want them to be able to have access to me 
I want to be able to hear from them. And um, I want them to stay informed. And so I'm going to be thinking about how I can best keep people informed. And, and really, you know, I'm a teacher at heart. I teach, um, you know, high school chemistry and biology and physical science. And I've taught elementary classes, too. And I love all the ages. But I know it's always been a pleasure for me to take something that's difficult and then present it so simply to people. They go, oh, well, that's all? Yes, that's it. That's what that's. You, you take something complex, instead of always making things so complex that people can't grasp it and understand it, which seems to be the case when we, you know, even when you look at school funding, it's very complicated. There are the formulas and it's difficult for just the average person to even figure out like where and how is all the money being spent and used. And um, I want to be able to take those things and present it to them in a useful way so that they understand it. And that way they can give feedback on it in such a way that is that is useful. So that is one of my intentions uh, to make sure that people understand the issues so that they can weigh in on them well. You, well. Took, you took a stand against some uh, public nudity at the pool, some pornography yep. and literature at schools. You, you took a, an old-fashioned stand uh, against boys in the girls' bathroom and you knocked and you took it to Keokuk County and you took it to Northern Jefferson County and you took it to Mahaska County and uh, surprise, surprise, uh, <laughs> it, it got a, it got a great response, didn't it? Yes. It, and it, you it know, I got to tell you, uh, I'm sorry. It connected, didn't it? it? It really did. And you know, I'm here tonight talking to you on this interview because of a single incident that occurred, a single thing that woke me up. Okay. And that was the Pella pool incident. And I went to that city council meeting and I watched person after person get a, a deaf ear. Uh, the, the city council wouldn't hear them. And you know what's so ironic about this? That was almost a year ago to the day. Maybe uh, it, was, it was June 15th and this is June 7th. So just a little less than a year ago. And <laughs> this has come so full circle because today I want to tell you this funny story. My son, who is 16, just started working as a lifeguard at the very pool that started me on this journey. So I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, here I am a year later. It, it is. It is totally. Well, do, do you have an opponent uh, in the Democratic, uh, in the general election? I do. I do. That's Lisa Ossian. She's from Oskaloosa also. And, uh, yep, she'll be running on the ballot. In November, so uh, for a Democrat. I, I assume you're going to take the rest of the the campaign uh, as serious as you did the primaries. Absolutely. So absolutely. Well, we we're so proud of you here. You know, uh, you had a lot of support here in Richland, and a lot of support in Kyoto, and a lot of support in Ollie and Hedrick, and uh, over in Packwood, and uh, <laughs> that's how you, you you got you got this big win, and you you shocked the world, young lady. Well, I tell you what, that bacon in Richland this past Sunday morning at the fireman's breakfast was incredible, and so was the sausage and gravy. So thank you to those firemen. They served so many people, and it was so well run. It was awesome. I Yeah, I'm going to have to come back to that. That was good. Well, you got so. to see some of Richland's community spirit. It's uh, <laughs> it's really, it, it is really, a lot of people comment on when they see it, and it's uh it's that old-fashioned 1970s America. It's alive, uh, good and well, and you're going to take some 1970s common sense 
uh, yeah. philosophy with you up to Des Moines, aren't you? Uh, I intend to, yes. Well, we don't want yep. to take up too much more of your time. I know it's kind of late, but we sure appreciate uh, you uh, us being the first podcast that you called. Thank you so much, Dave, for having me. And thank you. You've been a great host at each time I've been on here. So be blessed, and I hope to get to talk to you guys more. All right. Thanks a lot. This is We've been talking to Helena Hayes, who won a really tight font race in uh, – as, as she worked herself to death, you know, hard work still pays off in America and you just outworked your opponent and, uh, and you had a great message in it and it's carried you through to this uh, pretty lopsided victory uh, against one of the re- more established Republican uh, members of the leadership. So congratulations again. Uh, this is uh, round guy radio uh, with election coverage. Thanks, Elena. Thank you. All right. Bye now.